Hello guys and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. It's me, Alex Whiteley, um, and I'm bringing a really cool um, episode uh, today for you because uh, you may remember a while back um, I did an interview with Kevin Susie Guerin from um, Shropshire Floats. We did a vlog as well. It was a really good day actually. It's one of the better days of the Shrewsbury Biscuit because um, I got to test out the, 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 the flotation tank. We did a great interview and it just felt really good to be out and about, you know. It was at that time, and um, uh, I got a very delightful email from them. Uh, their daughter's gone out on an adventure, and um, you know we're, we're here to talk about renewable en- energy. And Abigail is it Abby or Abby? Abigail, Abby. Abby, yes. Yeah, my mom is the only one that calls me Xander, Alexander, Xander. I'm just like, okay, just Alex is fine, or Al. I even shortened it to Al because just do get done. With. Um, are you on an adventure? On you, a really interesting uh, journey. Uh, first of all, explain sort of what it is you're learning to do initially right yes um <laughs> so i'm training to basically one day be the captain of a ship nice um so working my way up from the bottom of the ranks all the way up um so yeah i'm just uh, spending quite a lot of time in college and then right now um have got a year at sea to try and get in all of that experience learn it all firsthand and then hopefully be qualified as a third mate. What an amazing thing. What an amazing thing. Because you know what? When, when you think of the captain of the ship, you think, oh, the captain. It's just one of those things where you think, oh, it's an amazing thing. That's cool. Great uniform and all that. But you never, <laughs> nobody ever thinks about what actually goes into becoming the captain. Why are they the captain of the ship? You know, is it because they look good in the uniform? No, there's probably a lot of training that goes into it. So is, is this a, how long is it, is the course or the, the, the education, uh, that you're doing to become a captain uh it's three years long um and it kind of works the same way as you'd expect a normal apprenticeship to work Mm -hmm. where you spend kind of most of your time in college and then a little bit of time um actually like at a place of work and so normally kind of a a two-thirds one-third sort of split and instead of um, me doing that where like i spend the first half the week in college i'm actually spending um two years in college and then a year at sea wow a year at sea sounds at the moment sounds kind of great actually uh, <laughs> <laughs> just I escaping mean, everything i mean I, I i both love and hate people I'm, I'm very honest about how i feel about things both love and hate people at the moment um morally i kind of like so i see these we see these terrible things that happen in the press you know the the, the you know the the, the the, the toilet roll incidents and the, the the petrol thing that went on a few weeks ago, yes. and you think, oh, do you know what? People are just the worst. I want to go for a year at sea. Oh, oh you know, <laughs> uh, look at these amazing countries that do things completely different. And then you like see these great community um, uh, vibes and these these great events that just really restore your faith in humanity. And you're like, actually, hold on, I'll hang on for a little bit longer. <laughs> you know. Well, sure, because of this, I can pick and choose as well. I can ignore everything. And then when, when something fun's happening, oh, sure, I'll just go over to shore. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I, I used to know um, a guy that was uh, in the Merchant Navy, and he was just like, he would, I'm, I met him doing the job I'm doing now and support. Shout out to, to Alex 
I love Alex. <laughs> and he would he would say like you know he'd spent so long out at sea that when he'd get a, like a, a job on the land or just doing the same thing, it would he'd get really antsy and be like, I, I can't. It'd be very difficult for him to do that one thing. He'd want to get back out there, you know. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah. So, is this your first placement then away from uh, from college? Like, uh, explain that a bit. Yeah, that's it. Um, so right now I'm on board a jack-up vessel. And so not only is this my first ship, it's also probably the worst one I could possibly get as my first <laughs> because it's just so different to the way so many other vessels work um, with the fact that, well, for one, best meals ever, get my laundry done for me, get my cabin cleaned. You're getting spoiled. Other, <laughs> very, very spoiled. On my next ship, I'm probably going to be down to about 12 crew instead of close to 60. Yeah. Um, and I have to do everything myself. And yeah, it'll definitely be a shock to the senses. Um, have you done much traveling beforehand? Is this like a shock to the system for you? Is it because, is it, like, you know, there's a difference between being in cozy middle in Shropshire to being somewhere else in the world? Yeah, no, it, this really is my first time traveling. Um, not really my first time going away from home because mm. my parents used to ship me off to Ireland every summer. But no, very, yeah, just trying to get used to the culture and everything like that is probably the biggest shock. That's the best thing though, isn't it? I love that. I mean, you know, my yes. wife is from Colombia. So whenever we go to Colombia, we go to Bogota. I soak all that up. I love it. You know, we go to the quieter. I always say when I'm, when I go abroad and things like this, I spoke this with, about this with Ron Morgan actually last week. Uh, but like, you know, I like to go to the quieter places where the locals go and sort of like take all that in. Do you get much time to do that now with your, with your current role or is it kind of just work, work, work? Uh, no, luckily the crew are really nice and um, understand how hard it is to be working every single day for four months straight. So they're letting me have weekends off. So I normally spend the weekends exploring the local area. Got to see Copenhagen recently, so that nice. was lovely. Um, but no, just just going out and enjoying all the food is really the most important thing for me. <laughs> It's a staple of a great adventure, isn't it? What's the food like? <laughs> we went to. Um, I remember we went to uh, to Bruges, went to um, to Belgium, and we had like a shoestring budget, and we were like, "Oh my god, what are we going to do for food?" And we found out that Belgium really liked their chips, just like us in the UK, and they like to like dollop loads of mayo or whatever it is, or the, the the pink sauce all over the chips. I was like, "That'll do. That's fine. We're, we're fitting in with the culture, and it's cheap." <laughs> it was great, um, but you're out there doing an important job as well. You're, you're part of a, of a crew that go out and and, and fix the, the 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 wind farm turbines, right? Yes. Uh, so a different ship goes out and puts all of the bases um, into the seabed, and what we do is we bring the actual turbine and install that. Wow. So um, the ship can carry about five. Um, it's it's the ship. The ship is about uh, 160. Um, oh, oh I've just I've just caught myself out. Yeah, how long it's, is it? It's it's weird how how many times that happens. I forget my my kids' age and all sorts of stuff on podcasts. It's <laughs> yes. very normal. Don't worry about it to be on put on the spot. So it's very big ship, massive ship, but but it can only take about five turbines. So if you just think of the size of them, mm. what an experience though. 
What, what, what was your first reaction when you find obviously you knew what you're doing nobody goes into these things sort of haphazard like oh she's gonna go on a boat for a, a few, a few days. Like, like you know when you actually saw the scale of the operation what was that like for you it was it was insane and it was just so strange to be out in the middle of nowhere just surrounded by miles and miles of sea and mm-hmm. to um just these these massive towers um outside of your cabin window every morning it is insane um, because that you see these things in the distance. I was I was just in Skegness, looking out of the North Sea actually. Like, hey, and you see this? They've got this massive. I'm out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the, 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 these tiny little things in the distance, and you know they're quite impressive. My, me and my wife had this uh, this interesting discussion. Actually, she was like, uh, "When you speak to Abby on the podcast, tell 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 her that they're an eyesore." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> yes, there may be something you know." an odd thing to to look at, a very unnatural thing to see out in the distance there, but they have a very important job, actually. So I think I prefer to see these 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 things in the distance and know that the planet's probably gonna survive a little longer than uh, than not. So I mean uh, there's lots of people that have these uh these different opinions on these things. And well at sea um the turbines are replacing oil rigs and surely the turbines are quite a lot prettier than that. Yes, yes, uh, but they are—they are, they are um, strikingly huge, aren't they? You know, are we, <laughs> yes. To, to get real close to one to understand, um, you know, if you guys have driven past a, a wind farm, you'll understand. Or if you've probably even worked on one, but they're very tall as well. They're very, 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 very. I, I'm, I'm scared of heights, and I look at the top of a, a wind turbine, and I'm like, no, never, not once, not in, <laughs> in, <laughs> in my entire life. Quite daunting, right? Yeah, standing at the base, looking up and seeing all the the ladders that you have to go up to get to the top. I'm just <laughs> no thanks. And have you met people that are just like, "Yep, off I go then," and straight up the ladders they go. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand it. Wow, unbelievable! I could never do something like that. No, <laughs> like I said, never. Um, so, what did you, what kind of work did you have to put into then to learn about how these wind wind, wind turbines work? Uh, and sort of like what you're gonna, what your role is gonna sort of entail. Um, well, another way that this ship works differently is that um, up on the bridge, we don't really have any contact with the cargo or anything like that. That is all left to the people we hire on board. Mm-hmm. Um, so my part of it is mostly just making sure the stability of the ship is right uh, for when we're sailing. Uh, but I did get to have a tour around them. Um, mm-hmm. and learning about how they all work and um, the kind of the engineering behind it. And that was that was very, very interesting. I imagine. I guess it's a liability thing, right? So you can like, put your hands up like, we didn't touch it. If it broke, That's it's your it, fault. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so when it comes to lo- looking at this, looking after the stability of the ship and things like that, because I, I know that um, Dee, um, who's one of our, our co-hosts from the past, um, she works in transport, and she was talking about how when a wind turbine is is driven through a town, it takes like a you know a good few months planning, have to notify the councils, and you know things have to be made sure that everything's safe. And, you know, it's, it's a it's a huge ordeal to move these things from through a town. But is it, is it similar for 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 the ocean? Then do you have to like make sure that everything's out the way? We're not going to cause any damage or anything. Is that Yes, very. Um, we have a massive crane that lifts them into place to make sure um, they're they're not getting knocked around. Um, we can't sail during in bad weather in case um, the vibrations of the ship mess up the uh, the systems. 
and we have to make sure that uh, the ship is completely level. There's no trim. There's no uh, list to any side, just in case um, there's too much stress on one part of the turbine. Wow, what a huge responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) That I won't have to worry about for a good few years yet. (laughs) Amazing. Were you a bit overwhelmed, though, when you got there and you're kind of like, oh, my God, this this is a huge task? Yes, very. And just the number of people involved was just so daunting because I was just expecting a crew of maybe uh, 10, 12 people and instead facing 60 odd. It's a bit much. Yes, especially when you're trained to be the captain of a, of a future vessel, you know, in a few years, like, you know, everybody looking at you for, for answers and stuff like that, you know, because I... I I'm not comparing what I do to being a captain of a ship. Of course I'm not. <laughs> I would never do that. But, you know, when you're responsible for things and you've got a group of people, like we did a, a charity event, uh, and people were like, oh, it's going on about pod aid again. But yeah, we did this thing. And I had a team of people, and every time there was an issue, they'd look at me and I'd be like, uh, okay, so I need to find the answers now. And it's, it's not easy. Um, are you good at situations? Like, obviously, you've got to kind of be, if you want to be a captain of a ship, solve solve problems, right? Yeah, well, um, <laughs> I'm probably not the best at solving problems. My sister is much better than that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, if anything happened, I, I think I'd just have to hop on the phone to her. Maybe I'd get her to sort it out and then report back <laughs> to everyone else. That's nice. So you've got a co-captain there if you need it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best thing. Um, what's it like when they when they take these these huge turbines then to see? Because I imagine like there's a difference between lifting this huge thing um, and, and, and placing it up when you're on land to when you're at sea, right? What's what's the process like for that then? Well, actually, um, this ship has legs. <laughs> Uh, so this it can basically turn into a rig and float above the water completely. So when you're actually doing the the moving operations, you don't have to worry about the movement of the ocean beneath you. Wow. You're completely above it. Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> wow. I love it. What was that like seeing that for the first time? Was that overwhelming? Loud, <laughs> very loud. loud. <laughs> Uh, but no it's it's just so strange seeing like really really rough seas out in front of you but then not being able to feel it at all yeah yeah i imagine that's 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 actually really good actually i remember we went to um uh i can't remember where it was i think it was greece went to greece and um took we went on a boat trip and they, they parked up to look at the the dolphins that they do it's very generic kind of oh let's look at the dolphins but they parked and it was like a two-tier boat and it was just it was going st- like this and we were on the top and everyone was holding on for dear life because we were just doing <laughs> how why would you want to do that for you i mean if you get paid good money for it i suppose i mean are you used to that kind of thing does it scare you is it, is it just like part of the job i mean no that that seems terrifying to me i definitely mm. want to end up on the bigger ships that can just cut through the waves instead of having to go over everyone yeah i still yeah. Do, don't even know if i get seasick so wow can you imagine that <laughs> here is your new captain Abby Guerin here we go and you just like <laughs> <"Bleh!"> <laughs> <Hold on." laughs> oh god do you have an event business or promotion that needs advertising well the Shrewsbury Biscuit is here for you with listeners local nationwide even worldwide we have the perfect place to get the word out And the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast is a registered CIC, so you'd be helping us while we help you. 
drop us a line at shrewsburybiscuitpodcast at gmail.com and speak to us today. The Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast, the voice of Shrewsbury. Have you learned new things about renewable energy with this then? Have you had to put some research in and learn some new facts, some things that really shocked you or, you know, things that really sort of maybe reinstalled your feelings for this sort of thing? Yeah, um, the main thing was the environmental considerations that they make when putting the turbines out. So um, because they have to, for example, they have to drill a hole uh, to be able to put the TP in that the uh, turbine sits on. Uh, so what they because that's quite loud. So what they have to do to mask the sound to protect the environment around it is um, they have like a curtain of bubbles that absorbs the sound so that it doesn't um, it can't be heard past it, which is quite cool. Just um, the wildlife sort of thing. That's it, yes. Mm. Uh, then there's other things like um, the legs that go in the water, they have to be well greased up, but the grease then goes in the water. But then I found out that um, it's bio- biodegradable. So again, there's there's no oils or anything going in the water when these do, so that was another. <laughs> wow. Again, right? Seeing these things in Skegness, I'm looking at these things, oh yeah, they, 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 they turn the wind into power. I'm not thinking about issues like you never do. You never think about things like that. That's fascinating to hear about. Wow. No, yes. Oh. Um, and you know, there's always there's always an argument. <laughs> I don't mean to be negative on the biscuit, you know, guys. I like to be positive, but there's when it comes to things like this, there's always an, an like an argument for these like, oh, I don't want those horrible things in the sea. I don't want to see them things. Have you had to look into that and sort of I don't know. Um have people disappointed you, I guess, is the question, in, in their arguments against wind farms? Yeah. Um, haven't actually experienced much since I've been out here, since everyone is so used to turbines and everything. But oh, um, I'm sure I'll have, to, I'll have loads of questions when I come back home. <laughs> this is all really fascinating to me because, like I said, it's not something we, we talk about. And I, I, love, I love finding out about culture and, and finding out about how things work is kind of why I do what I do really especially when it comes to like speaking to like authors and artists and things taking a walk around someone's head and working out what, how they click and sort of stuff that that's great but this kind of thing as well is really important because I do think that you know this engineering work is work that will go on to just just help you know things keep safe you know clean and stuff and then there's 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 young folks like you that are just going out there and and being being the new future the new faces the new the new leaders the new you're the next generation of of people that's going to you know drive these things forward i mean whether you that's go it. on to be a captain of a of a P&O ferry or whether you be going on to be do science of vessels or whether you go on to do uh, amazing adventures you're doing things i can't and i really do appreciate that you know genuinely so well done. Oh, but then you're doing things that I can't as well. So it just Ah, I mean, like I just sit there and I'm talking in front of a microphone. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this in my bedroom. Can you see I've got you know Master Chief sat there behind me? You know? I'm, yes. I'm, I'm I'm cozy. You're out there with the, the wind hitting you in the face and the, the, the sea and the, you're doing you're doing the things that, that captains go out there to do. You're already living that dream and I love that. That's so so adventurous. So <laughs> So we won't mention the two-hour-long coffee breaks that I have multiple times a day. <laughs> wow, I mean, you deserve that, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <What> is... <laughs> so when you when you so during the week, Monday to Friday, or whatever your work week is, um, you know, people differ. But um, 
what is the day-to-day like for you like from when you first wake up to the end of the day um you know do you walk a lot do you there's a lot of planning involved is it is it stressful is it is it grueling what's your day your day like um well every day is definitely very different um but well for me we i work a six-hour shift sorry 12-hour shift from 6 a.m to 6 p.m um so very very long day i normally start up on the bridge find out what's happening what everyone's doing uh and since i am a cadet and i'm here to learn i try and make sure i spread my time between all of the different departments on board so Mm -hmm. uh maybe one day i'll be down on deck chipping and painting cleaning uh just doing the general maintenance of the vessel or um, I'll head down to the engine room and learn what they're doing. Honestly, most of it just goes straight over my head, but <laughs> it's still useful. Um, and then uh, there's also the crane ops. So I, I quite like to be involved with that, helping them lift things on board, uh, helping prepare the site where that um, where they put everything. Um, but so really... You're learning, um, you're learning an awful lot at the same time you know yeah you know I, i've heard the saying so many times that you gotta learn to take orders before you give them right and i guess that's why you're there painting and you, you're getting stuck in and you, you you're at the bottom rung of the ladder right now because you've got to learn these things right that's it and we have actually recently had an inspector come on board and it was down to me to show them around the ship and answer all of their questions and because of how much time I'd spent down on deck working with all the other guys, um, I was able to answer so many more questions than, well, anyone would have expected of me. And again, another fine quality because a lot of people are like, I'm going to be a captain one day. So you best listen to what you're, you're sitting there and you're talking to people and you're learning. And I like that. That's very good. Very, very commendable. Um, what are the sort of common myths that you maybe you've thought about with common myths with what you're doing right now um, that have just been like, oh, I didn't realize that wasn't true. Is there anything that you've um, you've learned um, to unlearn, I guess, um, yes. while you're doing what you're doing? Um, I think the biggest has just been because uh, I, th- I didn't realize how long the wind turbines could stay out there and how big they were getting. Uh, so these can uh, stay out for about 25 years and wow. they're all the, these com- uh, these misconceptions about how um, it's worse for the environment or um, you have to get all these metals out of the ground. Which, As Donald um, Trump like, recently are, yeah, they, were ter- they, they, they cause cancer. And I was just like, what are you, are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, none of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess like uh, a wind turbine out at sea, it's different to a wind turbine during the day. Uh, must maybe they've got different treatment. Maybe they got you know got more consideration into the fact that these things are going to be battered by the sea for X amount of years rather than sat on a hill in Somerset. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's something they're trying to work at now, actually, because because of the amount of wind that um, these turbines have to take, there mm. um, the ends of the blades are starting to um, degrade slightly, and so the issue that they're trying to solve is figuring out how to um, protect them without changing any of the balance or the stability of the turbines so they're mm-hmm. um they're doing small rubber coatings on the tips which seems to be working but i guess we'll find out in a few more years <laughs> uh, and what's what's a uh, living condition i take it that's your 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 room there that we can see behind yes, you is it, is. Is it just <laughs> ah so is it is it is it 
have you had to adapt in many ways or is it just like going from one room to another have you got all the the, uh, the luxuries that you have at home whilst on on board you know uh definitely not yeah no? um had a baggage limit for coming on board and i definitely went over that and still probably could have gone over again twice <laughs> oh um, so you don't you don't have as much there to sort of keep yourself entertained or you know to home comforts warm comforts you know not really no um but luckily amazon is still a thing i can order everything i want and well the ship has um pool tables and table tennis and uh, tv wow. set up for everyone so and a gym that i definitely do not use <laughs> that's fantastic it's amazing though that you can you can just because you've got all these these grueling hard days and it's nice to have be able to sort of just have a bit of downtime as well so that's that's very lucky very good yeah um and what have you what have you learned so far? Is there is there any challenges that you've put yourself through that you've you know because sometimes like for example this, this week I've just done right I, I looked at my calendar at the beginning of the week and I thought oh my god I'm never going to see my family I'm not going to get through this but today do you know what I woke up and I was like I I, I feel amazing I got through the week it battered me and I felt terrible but oh boy do I feel good do you have those those yeah. um, scenarios for you? Uh, for me, it's just having to constantly be switched on constantly learning constantly having to talk to people because it is just exhausting being surrounded by people 24 7 um but you 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 kind of learn to just take a step back you don't always have to be with everyone you can just just go back to your cabin and sit and chill for a couple hours before you go out and see everyone that's really nice that's really good and and during your year out are you gonna are you got any plans to come can you come back on leave or is there any, any of that going on or was you just out there for a year um well i have to go on lots of different types of ships so i'm out on this specific one for a total of four months and then um i get given my next ship which um we're thinking will be like a bulk carrier or maybe an offshore supply vessel uh so but the bulk carrier would mean a lot more long distance trips getting to see more of the world maybe longer in port so that seems quite exciting that sounds really good. Maybe we can do like we can do like um catch up with Abby. We can find out where you are in the world. That'd be amazing. Let's do that. Yes, let's do. Oh, that'd be great. Because you know, we've got one of the shops' own going up there traveling the world. Why not document it? And, <laughs> you know, that'd be really good. And that's where we find out I'm just sat in Somerset next trip, <laughs> not really doing anything. <laughs> or uh, over over the deck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't that. make the best podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> um how many well, have you made new friends while you're over there as well that's a really important thing people don't realize you know you guys you 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 stepped away from from your home you're away from your family and stuff um you know so it's not easy being on your own so have you have you have you managed to meet new people and sort of fit in well um definitely love the crew love everyone definitely will be holding on to some of these friendships it's just um quite tricky being the youngest by about 10 years so, <laughs> yeah, we don't really have quite as much common ground, but sure, we try. Well, I mean, like, you know, this is all experience, though. And I, I find that I've had to learn that as well. You know, I've always looked up to my peers. 
the older people that I know I can get a lot from and learn a lot from. But at the same time, when you get to my age, I'm 35 years old, you've got to start looking to the to younger folks to start learning too. And I have done doing what I do with the biscuit and with you suck and all the stuff that I do. Um, you know, I, I do speak to a lot of the younger generation and I learn a lot. And in, you know, there's a lot to be said about learning from your younger generation about what's going on in the world and how a different outlook, because you know, I've learned that the, the younger generation really do care about the planet a lot more than what sort of maybe what we do and what we, the, my older generation, the older gen- generation before me did, you know, um, <laughs> and it's really important. Um, and it's, it's true as well. You know, there's a lot more sustainable businesses uh, being made a- around green values. And I really do appreciate that, you know, and it's because of like these, these initiatives that you like what you're working on, you know, kind of the successes of them um, really do sort of help, you know? So, um, What's next for you then? So how long are you there for now? Did you say you got in, in four months time, you're going on a different ship? Um, I'm on this ship for a total of four months. So yeah. I'm finally getting off in seven weeks, just the week before Christmas. Oh, no. Oh, no. So you're going to be away um, from the family at Christmas or are you coming no, back? No, I will bit? be home for Christmas. Good. Yes, I'm getting off on the 22nd. So plenty of time to do my Christmas shopping, I hope. <laughs> Well, I think what you're doing is amazing. Honestly, we, if we can do another podcast in, 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 you know, when you get on your new ship, um, let's do that. I mean, um, it says it said here though that um, your, your dad is, is is looking at using green energy to to um, to power his business, right? Because of the the adventure you're going on, right? Yes, yeah, that's exactly it. It kind of opened up his eyes to the different um, different ways you can do things, really. You don't have to go with just the same old boring energy provider. You can go for one that only supplies clean, renewable energy. Yeah. How, I wonder how easy it is to switch those from like your typical, you know, sort of supplier to like green energy, uh, some of the wind turbine only or something. I don't know. I'd have to do some research into that. Oh, but it is so easy. Really? Especially because, you know, all of this, these things have been put into place. Um, all these new companies are popping up. Like, it is important to people now, and people are advertising um, advertising their companies when they're greener. No. Ah. Well, I'll have, to, I'll have to look into that because it, it really is important to look after the planet. It really is. And, yeah. You know, I've, I was just thinking, actually, about um, because I remember when I was chatting to your dad and your mom about, about, about Shropshire floats and, and kind of, he, lo- he loves water, he likes to, you know, and he was trying to I- include different aspects of water into his business, like the beach room, beach, you know, and, yes. the, the and, and I was like, and now he's got a door out at sea. That just kind of fits in, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know, that's one of the reasons why I chose it, because I love the sea too. And you don't really get enough of it in Telford. No. <laughs> that's for sure that's for sure well abby i've really loved chatting to you i really have and um i'm glad it went is there anything that you would like to say to, to anybody or that would like to step into your shoes if there are any future cadets out there um how do they do what you what you're doing right now oh wow put me on the spot there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what college courses or you know if if, if if they wanted to become a, a captain or a cadet or go through the ranks what did you do and what can you sort of uh, encourage young people to do um just don't be afraid to ask questions that was yeah. the main thing like that i fell into this because we um started talking to uh the chief officer on board a cruise ship and it just kind of spiraled from there. And then you um, find out about all of these different companies just by asking loads and loads of questions. Amazing. 
well, you know, um, hopefully uh, you've encouraged young people to go out and sort of step out into the world like you are. Um, yeah, thank you very much for joining us on the shoot and the shoes we biscuit. Um, have you are you uh, putting things up on social media, your your adventures or anything? Can people sort of see what you're up to, or are you just kind of getting on by for now? <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of use the the social media that is my parents just sending all of the friends and family pictures. <laughs> Loving parents are great, aren't they? <laughs> it, yeah. I'll come back home and I'll just be a, a mood board of everything I've done away. And like, I'm thinking, oh, didn't even send you that picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? I wish you the best of luck with your your journey. It sounds absolutely. It really does sound exciting. The fact that you're going to have something new to learn every single day and then, you know, soon you'll be here and soon you'll be there. And when you get on your new ship, drop me a line and you'll, we'll come back on the, sh- on the show and we'll, we'll talk about where you are and what you're doing. We'll do, yes. That'd be amazing. Right, what I need to do, though, before we, need to go, uh, before we go, is I need, to, I need to tell the listeners about uh, what we're doing with uh, a few things on the, on the biscuit. We've got uh, our vintage uh, biscuits that are being released every, every Sunday. It's our, uh, we've over 300 episodes on the Shrews of Biscuit, and we never really use YouTube as, as a place to re- release our audio-only podcast. It just seemed pointless. So we're doing it now, though. Every Sunday, uh, you can get some of that, our classic episodes of the Shrews of Biscuit. I think the one we just released today is when we, uh, Jim Hawkins came around my house and had a cup of tea, and we had a chat with him from the BBC. He came and sat with us. Uh, so uh, make sure you check that out. Go to our YouTube channel, uh, the Shrews of Biscuit, and give us a subscribe, and then you'll and hit the bell button as well. You'll get a notification every time there's a new uh, video released um you can also check out our website as well which is the shoes biscuit podcast.co.uk and that's made for us by our friends at web orchard if you need a good website make sure you check out web orchard they'll make a nice website for you abby have you got any closing comments is there anything you want to add before we get out of here absolutely nothing just thank you for having me i've had a grand time no make sure you guys set up uh you know if you're listening to this and you want to go out on an adventure just ask questions make sure um you do it because life's too short right Life's too short. Make the most of it. Abby, thank you so much. Stick around. I'll have a chat with you after after we've done this. But um, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, And I'll catch you guys, you listeners, next time. Peace out.